0: Welcome back to Now I Blatch, I'm Jeremy, and hopefully you guys are doing good today. I think I'm gonna make this one a short episode. I've uh, tried to record this, and it's not going too well right now. It's um, I've got I've got animals going ape shit, and uh, it's like the cat got into the pre-work. <laughs> And the dog's acting stupid. I don't know what's happening. And it's just a lot of noise. So we're going to try to record this and and get it out and get it over with. But there's also not too much that I want to say about but I think it's something that whenever we're talking about outlaw mentality, I think it's something that needs to be discussed instead of just glanced over like we have before. So what is an outlaw? Uh, let's talk about that first. I think a lot of the misconception comes from the idea that an outlaw is just an aimless, common criminal who really doesn't have a purpose. A lot of their stuff is for the next fix or stealing because it makes them feel good or, or uh, I don't know, violence for the sake of violence to go out here and rape and kill and... and And whenever we're talking about common criminals who have no aim other than themselves, it can be anything from, I just stole a pack of chewing gum to, you know, I murdered this person. A lot of these people are doing it for self-gratification, right? Now, if we're going to talk about outlaws, we're going to to talk about what they're living outside of, which is society. And whenever you look at that... A societal law we've we've talked about this before this is one that we've actually gone in depth about a little bit. Societal law is a lot of common sense that face value stuff and then once you start getting into technicalities, you start realizing that these laws really don't apply to people in higher social positions. People can get out of things a lot easier. If they have some sort of social standing, as opposed to somebody who's just the the common person that the laws are supposed to protect, it's no wonder then that a lot of people would choose to try to live outside of that that type of structure. Because what you're effectively doing is you're supporting things because you're told this is how you you are supposed to live this is what you're supposed to do these are the people that you're supposed to support and it's a circus is what it is right everybody's vying for the for the higher positions nobody wants to be the guy that sets up the tent and if you just happen to be the guy that gets set up in you know, the setting up the tent and everything uh you know that the circus is really run off of then uh you know, nobody really gives a shit about you. Which makes no sense, again, once you start getting into the technical aspect of it. Something that a, a rich person can get by with, or somebody that, who who's a higher social standing can get by with, a normal person, a working class, usually can't. And I've seen that firsthand. Just because your dad is is this person... Then in the middle of the night, whatever issue you just got yourself into, you got people going and cleaning it up. And to me, that's horseshit. Uh, it's not a. It's not. It's not how things. It's not how life works. It's how that life works. But it's not how I live. So the law is a lie, right? It's not always there to protect the person that they tell you it is. So then, it's no wonder that people want to live outside of that that type of society. Because it's really not going to help them out in the long run. Now, it's not to say that certain things and ideals won't overlap with the law. Because, again, face value, a lot of things are common sense. But growing up, a lot of the outlaws that I knew, and I've known both, you know, well, I've known all three types. I've known the people that just go along with it or bootlickers that are so convinced that the law is there to protect them. I've dealt with people who have been around a lot of criminals, especially whenever the opioid, you know, epidemic was really starting to, to boom out whenever oxy started coming into play and getting dumped in places. So you start seeing a lot of guys breaking into houses to get money, to get their fix. Sometimes to go steal a bunch of shit so they can leave town. Um, I mean, there, there's a lot of that stuff that I've been around, but then really a lot of the outlaws that I grew up around were old timers, moonshiners, uh, dudes that in the eighties were growing and running pot. Um, Stash some money laying around that way. If they ever got caught, they could uh, have the families taken care of. Because <clears throat> a lot of that was the purpose was to have some sort of other point to what they were doing instead of just doing it. And they did a lot of stupid shit. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot. There's a lot of dumb shit. And there's some stories that I can't talk about. But a lot of what they were doing at their core had to do with taking care of their own. And then later on, you know, when it came to, you know, of course, if you've listened to the other episode, you'll know that I didn't have a father in the house. So the men that I grew up around that were brought around were a lot of bikers, you know, train hoppers, people who lived on their own terms, And again, it was more, they were, they had a code of honor. So while, you know, whenever we're talking about the old timers doing this stuff, their code of honor, a lot of the time had to deal with community and family. Mm -hmm. A lot of these other guys was mostly, uh, whoever's around them. So like, yeah, the train jumpers is usually a group of them, uh, and they may not see each other for a while. They may hop a train to this position and they may see somebody they ain't seen in a while, but there's like some sort of law that they all shared that wasn't a global widespread law. It was between them and what they were doing. Same thing with the the bikers. You have these groups uh or these clubs or what have you, and their whole point were to have their own laws and live by those. And I think that's really where you start to see law work is whenever you start to break it down into smaller groups. It's too difficult to have national laws to have even state laws. There's too much and that can go wrong with that in trying to enforce them. <clears throat> Every, everybody's situation's going to be different. The jury's not always going to be a good jury to actually sit down and pay attention to what's going on. Uh, some people are going to be holding grudges. Some people ain't going to be holding grudges. Some people don't know what the fuck they're doing. They just want the fuck out of there. They want to check for their time. They want yada, yada, yada. You're gonna get a judge pissed off one day, and if you get the judge you know, a judge while he's pissed off that morning, he he's already been pissed off before he even saw you, there's a chance you're gonna get fucked. On a smaller scale, on a tribal level, on a clan level, what you're looking at is people who you trust to sit down and listen, pay attention to what's going on. They know you, they know the situation. And they can make a better judgment of how to ha- how to handle things, how to go through things based on a shared, accepted. It's not it's not pushed. Whenever you join these groups or you take on this lifestyle with other people and tribes or gangs, clubs, clans, whatever, what you're doing is you're building. Um, You're building a shared set of laws or rules that everyone agrees to follow. And that only works with that group. And oftentimes, more often than not, even if you disagree with that group or whatever, it's going to come down to... That's, you know, no two groups are going to be the same. It doesn't mean that they don't live by, and there's a reason I mention this. It doesn't mean that they don't live by a code. It just means their code's different. Because I think people are so, they're very petty. So whenever somebody disagrees with them or they disagree with somebody else, they automatically got to find a reason as to why it's bad. <clears throat> and it's not necessarily that it's bad, it's just they have different a different setup than you, right? And that's the whole point of an outlaw mentality and way of rules and laws go, is you live by your own. So, you're not going to always agree that this is the best way to go about things. But hey, that's their way of doing it. They're living by it, and that's you know they'll die by it too, probably. If you know, live and die by the by the sword. Um, and that's and that's an understanding that everybody has coming into it. But regardless, it doesn't mean that they don't have a code they live by. It's just it may not be your cup of tea. For me, and everything that I've picked up over the years, that mentality comes with a certain level of adaptability. Right, you can adapt to to scraping by, right on that edge of the law, a side of law, to get where you need to be. You can scrape across that side, but the adaptability is is twofold because then if you need to quickly. You know, on a personal level, take care of something. You can do that. You don't have to be, you know, 110 fucking ready to kill all the time. It's not how this works. Um, a good example. And I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna say who, and I'm not gonna say where. But there's two people involved. If you were local and you and you know the situation, then you know. But. One's dead. So, uh, you know, the, there's one living and so I'm not, I think it'd be best if I didn't name names on that one, but pretty much the way it went was they, they really didn't bother too many people. They were always out, you know, buying groceries for people or these little old people or they were out cutting the grass, doing stuff to make sure that everybody was taken care of around them. So, there's an old man who would start walking probably about, oh, you know, you'd see him out probably about 6 o'clock in the morning. He'd get his little his little walking shoes on, and he'd be walking all day. He'd pack him a little sandwich, and by God, you drive down the road at 12 o'clock, he's walking beside the road. He'd be driving down about 3, and he's walking back to his house. Um, it's, just, it's just what he liked to do. Well, one day he got his wallet stolen. He got beat up and he got his wallet stolen. So um, these guys being uh, living outside of society's law, if you will, their law, and it kind of runs with that community that it has to be paid. So these guys uh, go to this kid's house. He's 18 years old. They drag him out. And they stomp his guts out. I mean, they beat the holy dog shit out of him. The family was mortified until they found out why. And then once they found out why, then it was seen as, okay, well, it's paid. Now that's it. It's done. The old man got his wallet back. They made sure to put money in it. And... A boy, to the best of my knowledge, left town. Now, what they did would be seen as illegal <laughs> obviously by the court. However, in a community like that, it's seen as it had to be paid. There has to be um if you do if you do the thing, then you get paid. For the thing, or <laughs> whether that be work, whether that be uh, something wrong that happened that you did, it has to it has to be paid up. You always pay your debts. You always pay for the things you did wrong. So I wouldn't say necessarily that now law has no laws. I would, I'd say that they don't really give a shit <laughs> about societal law. And they live outside of those laws. In a group setting, to summarize, a lot of these groups have laws, obviously. It's one of the first things you usually do whenever you start a group. You have the group, you start to see how serious it's getting. Once it starts getting serious, then you've got to start putting in laws. People have to follow those laws. And sometimes that that just goes with, like, you know, reprimanding, you know, to to actually, you know, people beating the dog shit out of each other. Um, I guess it just depends. (laughs) You know, it depends on the group. It depends on where it's at. It depends on, um, you know, the mentality of the group. But there's some sort of purpose, like I said. There's always some sort of purpose, so... All this is very important because for as many people who are out here calling other people sheep, it's usually the people who are out here calling people sheep who are the normally bootlickers. Usually the people who are sucking up to the cops and sucking up to the judges and sucking up to the politicians. And, and it's not going to get them anywhere nobody's, nobody's gonna remember them for anything special. They're gonna live a bootlicker and they're gonna die one. There's not a lot of honor in that sort of living. There's not a lot of honor in, you know, and I think what kills me is a lot of these dudes who are, who talk about rebellion and, and all this shit and then they, they, but they've got it. They don't have it in them to do it because with the shit that they talk about, the shit that they're doing on a on a small scale, usually on social media or out here with the you know out by the road, there's no real rebellion. They're out here protesting, and they're protesting, and if you talk to them. A lot of them are just echoing the same shit that they heard from three other people. There's no there's no real thought behind it. There's no reason other than they're following what they were told. But then you're the sheep. And I don't give a fuck what side of the fence you're on. Politically. Socially. You can't live your life like that. There's, There's no way... That you would ever survive. I don't give a fuck what you think or how badass you think you are. If you don't, if you don't have a purpose that's that's outside of what you're being told, if you don't think about the things that you're being told, my and... God. You're a son of a bitch for driving that truck out like that on that goddamn road, you fucking idiot, anyways. Fucking truck, dumb as fuck. That rhymes, don't it? Uh, you know, there's nothing that, you know, this is rebellion more like echoing a bunch of bullshit that you've been told and following it because you've been told that. boy you're such a hard ass (laughs) it's bless your heart it's not an easy path to reject the majority because again for as as much as people like to say that they're not the majority or they don't follow X, Y, and Z they do they just have their own brand of it But it's still a part of society. A lot of them are doing shit for profit and celebrity. Even if that celebrity's a little bit of followers on Facebook, by God, it's profit and celebrity. If anybody's really sitting down and thinking about changing their mindset, really sitting... Setting ideas for yourself, setting setting goals and figuring out what's important. And they're wanting to they're wanting to take on that outlaw mentality. And I said this I said this last episode too. You gotta stop giving a shit. Stop worrying about what everybody else is gonna think about you. Understand that. You're probably going to get into more trouble than what it's really uh, seeming like it's worth at times. But to be honest with you, you can't put a price on your dignity. Even if that's just to bail you out of jail for some bullshit. You'll get people looking at you. you get people talking about you. If you don't feel like you're doing it right anyways. If you're not a part of their little groups, if you're not a part of their little world, you're always going to get people talking about you, always trying to trying to push their shit and it's easier to cave for somebody that hasn't grown grown up around and I understand that like I understand it completely uh. It's going to be obviously easier to cave and, you know, it's a lot less hassle for some people, I think, because they grew, it's like, um, it's like anything else, you know, if you grew up in a certain environment and you're not used to a big change that's going to kind of make people look at you that you've been around for forever, look at you different, then it's going to be difficult, but that's where, the first things first, you just stop giving a shit about them, their opinion, if they really want to stick by you, they'll stick by you, stop focusing on all the other shit, stop focusing on outside shit, and start making laws for yourself, start making things, um, goals for yourself and make sure that you hit them on a daily basis. If you have to write them down, write them down, mark them out whenever you do them. Uh, make sure that you have daily shit that you can consistently do to get yourself in the mindset of, I need to do this every fucking day until I get that mentality down, until I can I can start finding purpose and meaning in everything that I'm doing. And whenever you get to that point where you're finding meaning and purpose... Make sure that you're doing something on a daily basis that's going to be reminding you of that purpose and why you're doing it in the first place. So the first one is remind yourself to to find a purpose and then remind yourself of what that purpose is once you have it. So if I'm out here, for example, I've got these, these packages right here. All this shit people ordered. All weekend I've been sitting down piecing together some jewelry. I've been, you know, mixing and fucking around with new scents. You know, making uh, oil and perfume and, and beard oil and things like that. This whole time I'm doing it, most people's going to be thinking money, money, money. For me, it's okay. Well, this is going to handle food on the table. This is going to handle uh, mom's medical supplies. This is going to handle uh, clothes for the kid. It's going to handle uh, whatever else. So for me, something as small as, well, I'm making money. I'm not thinking about it like, oh, I'm making money. <laughs> I'm thinking about how much I'm going to put back so that I can get more resources to make things. I'm putting stuff back for emergency shit. I'm putting stuff back for okay, this is for mom and getting her uh, medical supplies and getting her supplies that she needs on a daily basis. I'm, I'm putting this back for the kid. I'm, you know, whatever the case. There has to be some sort of meaning, right? Right? And, again, you know, once you find that, you have to stick with it. If you don't stick with it, then it's going to, your your willpower and your mindset's just going to atrophy. And then it's just easier to be more open to the bullshit that they're telling you. You have to figure out how to stand on your own. And then once you figure out how to stand on your own, that's where you really start to to come into... Uh, working on adapting to situations, even if it's not legal, you, you know, I know a lot of people, uh, even whenever it comes down to running, running a business or something like that, a lot of the old timers would get paid in cash, cash in hand or bartering, uh, which is something we talk about a lot, but the reason they do that is cause it's not taxable, right? There's no proof where did it go? Well, there's no fucking proof. So that's that, right? So once you start getting into that mentality and you start being like, you know, uh, I reject, you know, all this, all this shit that you're being told and all this shit that you're being shown. And you really start to think for yourself and start to find out what's important for you and your situation. What's important for the people around you. And You start out living outside of that society, then what ends up happening is you start really building yourself up, and then it'll bring out your confidence. And um, then if you start uh, working in a group, oftentimes, like what it comes down to, is you find you find a group of people who have the same outlook as you. And it doesn't mean you have to one hundred percent agree all the time or anything like that. But you know, like for us, we have our laws inside of our tribe. And there's, there's a lot of room for adaptability. Everybody's different. Everybody's got their own, uh, likes, dislikes, things that that we, we do, uh, they're specific to us, but then there's the, the rules and laws of the tribe, very simple stuff, very, uh, common, uh, sense, you know, if you say you're going to do something, do it, uh, Make sure you speak plainly, that way nobody can get mixed up with what you're saying. Uh, you know, you have a lot of people that want to use a lot of big words and want to go on these these wild tangents, and it's not just like a very in-your-face, to-the-point tangent. Uh, we're taught like, like I try to do, and sometimes I fail at it. Uh, I try to keep things as simple as, po- as possible, even though a lot of these podcasts lately have been me just going off on a tangent, but, um uh, but like people using a lot of things or circling back around in conversation that can really confuse the information that's being told. So then there's misunderstandings and there's a lot of issues that come from that. So be very straightforward with what you're saying. Uh, things like that are very important. But it doesn't impose on who we are as individuals with our own uh, codes and our own laws. Overall, I think that it comes down to thinking for yourself and and being for yourself. Um, And whether or not that involves other people, that's up to the individual obviously, but there has to be some sort of point to what you're doing. That is going to really set you apart from both sides of things. Uh, As far as being a bootlicker or being being some sort of aimless, self-destructive mess. Outlaw tribes and groups and clans I think all of these these ideas that we have these misconceptions is to get people away from that line of thinking you don't want to be on the outside of large society you know that's kind of what they tell you you don't want to be on the outside of that because people see you a different way but none of these people really have the None of these people really have to deal with what you're going through. So these people don't know you for the most part. They have an idea of you. But they don't know you. So that's where it's very important that you stop... ...living by a uniform law... ...made by people who have never met you, most likely. And instead... Are really working for uh, their party, or you know, money, and or whatever the case. These lawmakers aren't always putting laws out there in your best interest. Stop thinking that. <laughs> Be realistic about it. I think once people get enough confidence in what they're doing and how they're doing it and how they're living their lives then we really start to see society grow and not because society is working together but because we're we're taking ourselves as individuals and we're taking ourselves as tribes and and groups and really building up something for ourselves and then that should help things flourish around us Man's law is ultimately destruction, unless, of course, it's. Well, even then, you know, people get by with murder for money all the time. You know, let me tell you something about federal penitentiary. All right, you go in because my brother told me this. Whenever he got out, he said, "He said make sure that you." how much money, he said, make sure you do that much damage or whatever, he said, because they'll throw you in a federal penitentiary, he said, you go in one, he said, and it's like a damn resort, he said, we had, for two years, he stayed with the Italians, the Italians always, uh, they had their own microwaves and all that shit in there, they were fucking cooking all the time, Uh, really good fucking meals, which is why my brother came out, uh, all stacked. <laughs> he definitely was not starve. Uh, he had a they had a baseball field, basketball court. Uh, they could walk around outside like it was nothing. Uh, they just had a, a huge piece of property. Uh, they were able to. They had their own TVs. Uh, I mean, it was ridiculous, right? Uh, so, so, I mean, there's. To the best of my knowledge, there's no cooking bricks in that place. It wasn't like they were sitting there with a the damn trash bag and a, a pack of ramen and then a bunch of Doritos or, or those Wise chips or, or any of that mess. Uh, like they were actually eating eating actual food. So what it what it comes down to is a lot of these guys end up getting thrown in federal pen, and it's just it's just a resort for them. So. Start thinking for yourselves. Start building up purpose. Start finding uh, what it is that that is really important. And stop worrying about what society is thinking about you. Stop living by laws that don't support you. And start really cultivating uh, your own worth. And especially if you're in a group. Make sure that um, your purpose is something that's going to benefit um, you and the folks around you. Because once you join that group dynamic, you're not joining it for individual purposes. that's the case, it makes no sense. Uh, So, I mean, it's very common sense. Uh, It goes back to that whole idea of think locally, or think on a smaller scale than what we are right now. Again, you've got bootlickers and you've got these aimless destructive cases don't be either one of those but understand that most people are probably going to fall into one of those two categories and a lot of the time it's usually the bootlickers so you're not gonna you're not gonna change that with everybody but just do what's best for you lord god that dog out here scratching the damn floor again well i guess that's my cue for getting hell out of here hopefully you guys are taking care of yourselves and hopefully ain't too cold out there here in west virginia we're finally starting to see a little bit of what might actually turn into a winter but who the hell knows This place whenever there's a lot of jokes about you know west virginia if you don't like the weather wait two days sometimes you'll have 14 degree weather Next day you'll have some spring weather, it'll be sixty eight and raining. Next day you might have somewhere in the seventies. Day after that though, it'll be eighty and sunny and then it'll drop back down to twenty. So it's literally so back and forth you don't really know what's gonna happen. And the weather uh the weather people can't really keep track of it and they, they tell you one thing and the next day it's completely off. So I say just uh just, just try to keep warm. I guess if it's cold out there. If not, then just uh, i well, just do what you do. I'll catch you all next time. And uh, also, I'm bringing back uh, for those who have bought beard oil off of me before. I had the MORGAN beard oil, and a lot of people liked it. Uh, and it was a limited batch, so there was only um, so many bottles that I had. I'm bringing it back as a permanent. So I decided to finally. Make that uh, the final decision. So that'll be posted up on Banshee Hollow W V on Etsy. And um uh, just keep a lookout for that. And we'll have some new t shirt designs and stuff for the podcast. But I'll catch you guys next time.